Good afternoon. Welcome to this Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show on this opening day of the Florida State Fair right here in Tampa, Florida. Glad to have you with us uh, on this afternoon. Two big stories that we're going to be covering just after we brief you on breaking news out of Atlanta. And that is uh, number one, we do have uh, a so-called budget deal out of Washington, D.C. And I uh, am very displeased with it, to say the least. This is uh, an absolute uh, disgrace, as far as I'm concerned, in terms of busting the budget. No doubt that we needed to fully fund the military. That part is uh, nothing that I have qualms with to get that underway and to get us uh, up to date to be able to defend ourselves, especially with the threats uh, in the Korean Peninsula area, as well as the threats that are coming out of Iran But I want to tell you that when you look at what was given in terms of deficit spending, I'll have some numbers about that. And you won't believe, if you are a social conservative, if you are a pro-life individual, I don't think you're going to be none too pleased about the update I'm going to give you about a particular spending line item in the federal budget that is over a half a trillion dollars. That's right. We're talking about a lot of money, and we'll talk about that coming up in just a moment. But uh, first, I want to take you to um, uh, Atlanta before we have a chance to talk about the big deal of the day, and that is the Tampa Bay Rays having a 1.30 press conference to talk about their future plans and about their quote-unquote preferences. We'll get to that in just a moment. And, uh, again, I want to remind you that I am, uh, for whatever reason, If you've been following our show, you know that for over a week, uh, I have been struggling with uh, first the flu, uh, pretty bad case of that, and then lingering effects. And for some reason, uh, today, uh, it feels like I've taken a step backwards. So uh, if you um, hear a little pause and I have to kind of catch my breath or uh, do a little bit of a a cough, uh, just hang with me and uh, we'll be um, just fine for the entire hour. And by the way, uh, in the second hour, we'll be going out to Colorado Springs, Colorado. Talk to Paul Batour with Focus on the Family. Going to talk about that Super Bowl win. And uh, going to talk about some key individuals uh, on the Philadelphia Eagles squad that had uh, quite the Christian testimonies. We'll talk about that as well as our own Coach Tony Dungy and how his interaction uh, with NBC Sports um, fitted into that story. That's coming up first at 5, and then at uh, halfway through the bottom of the hour, 5.30, we'll head on out to uh, California, get with Ben Kaiser with Movie Guide. We're going to be talking about the winners of last weekend's Movie Guide Awards, uh, some really fine movies, plus we're going to be talking about two movies that you might want to consider this weekend, along with uh, maybe heading out to the Florida State Fair or going out to Fan Fest with the Rays tomorrow. Peter Rabbit is opening up today, as well as the 1517 to Paris. Two big movies in the 1517 to Paris, of course, uh, with Clint Eastwood at the helm directing. I don't want to miss those interviews because we'll bring you up to date with what's happening. But first, um, just just my heart goes out again because um, it seems like we have to report stories like this every few days. But uh, Fox News is reporting that a Georgia police officer was killed today as well as two sheriff's deputies who were injured, and they were serving an arrest warrant just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, They arrived at the residence, 
and um, they immediately called for backup after engaging the suspect, and uh, then the altercation occurred. Then there was a shot that rang out, and a slain officer died of a gunshot wound, and the shooter was also killed. Two other sheriff's deputies that had to be evacuated, uh, but our heart and uh, prayers go out to that family, as well as all of our brave law enforcement officers all around the country, Border Patrol, you name it. These men and women have uh, their lives on the line uh, in a society that I think sometimes is just absolutely, totally, and completely out of control. And uh, for that, um, well, we sure need to have uh, um, an awakening in this country in terms of the coarseness that we have allowed ourselves to get with one to another. Certainly the narcissism and the selfishness and uh, uh, just uh, what we even see just trying to drive to and for, uh, you know, going to work or to the uh, to the mall, shopping, just, uh, just, just an aggressive society we live in, and uh, for that it is a shame. Well, <clears throat> we have the big news finally, and uh, I wonder if you remember a name by the name, uh, a man by the name of Frank Morsani. Now, Frank Morsani, if you were born and raised here and you've lived here for any length of time, especially back in the 80s, and if you lived in Tampa, Florida, you know that just a, a, flu, a few blocks down from the old Sombrero, now I'm talking about Tampa Stadium, I'm talking about before Steinbrenner Field was built for spring training, um, you know right there, just a little bit north and on the west side is the Mercedes dealership. Now, it's on the corner right now. It used to be four or five blocks uh, to the north on the left-hand side. Frank Morsani owned the uh, Mercedes dealership. And uh, in the last years uh, since, uh, many years since that, uh, Frank and his wife have been such stellar members of our community. Very, very, very big philanthropists. And um, just uh, all around, just, just like the Tampa couple uh, and, a lo- and who loves this town. Well, I want to tell you that there was an announcement that unfolded at 1.30 this afternoon in Ybor City at the um, Baseball Hall of Fame there for Tampa Baseball Hall of Fame. And by the way, if, if you're not familiar, we have a rich and a deep history right here in Tampa, Florida, uh, when it comes to uh, not only baseball itself, but some of the legends of the game. But uh, it was way back, Mike, in the 1980s. When Frank Morsani owned the Mercedes dealership, he put together a leadership group. He put together an investor group. You know what they wanted to do? They either wanted to bring a baseball team to Tampa or they wanted to get an expansion club. And I want to tell you, the Minnesota Twins, there were two or three deals that were bannered about, and they were following all the rules, all the rules. And then St. Petersburg came along and decided that they wanted to compete for the stadium too, and... uh, because of some decisions made uh, in that particular city, they went ahead and they raised the money, sold the bonds, put the tax money in. They built a stadium without a baseball team. You know the old saying, build it and they will come? That was their philosophy. Well, I don't mind telling you that by the time they built the stadium and all sorts of promises had been made to Frank Marsani and his group, hey, you guys have been in there, you've been doing the deal, when this thing works out at you, they got the rug pulled out from under them, and the team uh, and the stadium was built. And ultimately, because there was a stadium built, when Tampa got the nod, that's where the team went. Now, 
As you know, since then, the decision to uh, by Major League Baseball to grant St. Petersburg the team, um, the whole idea about that stadium, and more importantly, the location, don't care where you live, you have to acknowledge it's been a source of controversy for years and years and years. No doubt the corporate support, no doubt the attendance at Tropicana Field has uh, not supported the team. And so we have found ourselves uh, uh, in this sort of um, pull between the two major metropolitan areas as it comes to Major League Baseball. Well, today I'm here to report that the Tampa Bay Rays, I believe, have finally cried uncle. And, uh, And by the way, they're very careful because... I am bringing you the story this afternoon. They have revealed that their preference, keyword preference, their preference is to relocate the Tampa Bay Rays to Ybor City, essentially just adjacent to downtown Tampa. Now, a couple of things that are important here is that uh, I believe, first of all, let me tell you that I have skin in this game. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not objective, I'm subjective. I live a little ways up 275. I would love to be able to hop in my car after my show gets off at 6. Uh, depending on traffic, be in Ybor City in just a few moments, get out of the car, watch the game. And, and, by the way, and, and by the way, if I need to leave by 9 o'clock, I could be home by 9.15, 9.20. So, yes, there are multiple non-professional reasons why I'm excited about this uh, potential move. But having said that, I really believe this. Moving the, uh, first of all, Ybor City has a lot of tourists itself. Nice place to put a ballpark. They they build the right stadium that aesthetically fits into, uh, you know, the Latin Quarter down there. Kind of a neat situation. And I want to tell you, much more convenient. Up and down I-75 to the north, also from the south, much more convenient to come on up and go to a game in downtown Tampa. And then... Uh, I-4 to the east. Think about the millions of tourists that come in and out of Disney World's theme parks, all in that area, Disney World and the other theme parks. So I think that there's a marketing ability here. And I think I remember seeing a study when it comes to young people, there's a lot more kids that could uh, plug into it. But um, Bay News 9, of course, is reporting uh, about the fact that uh, Ybor City now is the preferred destination. It is a 14-acre track. You've heard me talk about it before here, and I'm strongly supportive of it. It's located just off Channel Side Drive and Adamo Drive. Uh, the other two streets are 15th Street and 4th Avenue. Now, uh, a group of business leaders have already optioned or have secured the 14-acre track, um, and they have put that into a nonprofit to um, hold it there, by the way. Stu Sternberg, who is the team's principal owner, was uh, in Ybor City in Tampa earlier this afternoon. And uh, he said that the new Tampa Bay Rays ballpark would help write the next chapter of Ybor City's history. He said, and I quote, it represents, listen carefully, it represents the finest opportunity for Major League Baseball to thrive in this region for generations to come. Hillsborough County Commissioner Ken Hagen said he and others have spent years trying to bring the Rays to Ybor City. He went on to say, there is no doubt in my mind that this community supports a new ballpark in Tampa. 
Of course, St. Petersburg, where the Rays currently play at Tropicana Field, Commissioner Hagan said ticket sales and corporate support have lagged. I am confident that will not be the case in Tampa. The move comes after years of back and forth between the team and St. Petersburg City officials over the right to look for a stadium site outside of the city and Pinellas County. The Rays are under contract to play at Tropicana Field through 2027. The other major player here is Mayor Bob Buckhorn. He brought up the baseball names today, such as Wade Boggs, who finished his Hall of Fame career with the Rays, and, of course, Lou Pinella, as well as Tony La Russa, two West Tampa prodigies, as he discussed the city's history of baseball. Bob Buckhorn said Ybor City is what makes this community authentic. It's our heart. It's our soul. It's who we are. A deal agreed upon last year allowed the team to search for new ballpark through January 2019. And we want to give a shout-out to Chuck Sykes, Ron Cristaldi, and um, those two gentlemen for putting together this package. Have more to say about the financing in a moment. Phone lines are open. What do you think? Baseball in Tampa, are you in? 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. We'll talk about the Rays, and we'll talk about this terrible budget deal coming up later on the Bill Bunkley Show. There's heavy on my mind. Here's some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or more importantly, if you signed up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing program that's been around for 25 years, and they have hundreds of thousands of members all across the country. And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $1 billion of each other's medical bills. Best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money. Think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have a lot to offer? Well, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more, and there's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? Find a job you can believe in and get excited about at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings. They connect devoted people like you with thoughtful employers that share your values. Once you log on and see the quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Log on to ChristianJobs.com. That's ChristianJobs.com. When was the last time the owners of a heating and A.C. company took time to share money-saving tips on your A.C. system? Learn how to save on costly repairs and maintenance during Keeping It Cool with Lance the Air Guy and the owners of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool every Saturday morning at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Two, 
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. It is uh, coming up on about uh, 20 minutes past the hour. Hey, have you got your tickets ready to go? Are you all in for the Project Hero Honor Ride coming up uh, next, not tomorrow, but next Saturday, February the 17th? We want to see all of you out of Tropicana Field. 6.45 a.m. is the check-in time. 8 o'clock is when the ride starts. Give you an opportunity at several different cycling levels to come out and ride for our heroes. That's right. It's a fundraiser, and um, there's going to be three different routes that you can get on the road and ride with uh, those who have served us, our heroes. And the ride includes breakfast and lunch. So go right now to ProjectHero.com. If you haven't checked it out, great opportunity for you, the family, the kids, everyone to come out and to interact with our Men and women who have served us well, that's coming up next week. Well, as we're talking about the stadium, by the way, if you're in St. Petersburg, what do you think about losing the Rays? 877-943-9673. If you're in Tampa, what do you think about having the Rays right here in our backyard? Good move, bad move, 877-943-9673. Love to get you in on that conversation as well. A couple things to, to point out. You know, the announcement today is the easy part. You know, the Florida Marlins have really provided an atmosphere to where there is zero chances, and there shouldn't be at this point. Don't think that I'm supporting it, but uh, many of the ballparks that we have, Raymond James Stadium as well as Steinbrenner Field, those are now part of our uh, community assets by way of, well, sales, uh, you know, taxes, you know, taxpayer money. Well, that's not going to happen with this stadium. Now, I, I got to tell you, I was—I um, can't get the Super Bowl stadium off my mind. You know why? Is because what a beautiful, what a beautiful facility we had a chance to see both before the Super Bowl and during the Super Bowl. I mean, it is just gorgeous. The glass. I mean, what an architectural statement. Well, that's a lot of money. That is big money. Now, I want to tell you, we're talking about big money here. Now, here's the challenge. Not only do you have the Rays, who want to have a new venue, but you also have um, our community leaders. Well, two of the guys here in uh, in our area, in Tampa, they're, they're, they have their bully pulpits, but they have their, their, their challenge ahead of them. One is uh, Hillsborough County Commissioner Ken Hagen. He's been on this for years and years and years. He is just just committed beyond belief. He's got his bully pulpit, and then you have – on the city side, Tampa Mayor Bob Buckhorn, and uh, he's got his bully pulpit, bu- bu- pulpit. These two guys have a challenge, and they've got to figure out, along with investment bankers and the private sector, they've got to be the, the sort of public leads to rally a community together to raise a ton of money from non-governmental sources, private equity financing. Private equity. They got to do this to get it built. And so uh just want to tell you that this is going to be a very, very, very heavy lift uh, for them to pull this off. And by the way, uh, remember this, the plan has to be in place by the end of this year. They've only got, uh, what, eight, ten months, whatever it is, because their uh, option only goes, I think, until January 2019 to let the City of St. Petersburg know their plan. Now, I want to tell you that uh, Mayor Christman in St. Petersburg with the city council there is also 
discussing today uh, options that they will employ to that large track of real estate there at Tropicana Field should the Rays decide to leave. So there's two stories to this story, two stories, two sides to this big unfolding story. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Chris is standing by. Chris, big announcement, even though it's just a preference. Where are you on the big news? Hey, Mr. Bill, I'm absolutely for it. Um, and, and the funny thing is I'm a Yankees fan, well, a fan before that. And uh, I became a Tampa area 20 years ago. And uh, trying to get down to that stadium has been a nightmare. It's always been a nightmare. Um, you try to work. You know, a family say they got to go to work that day. You can't get home, get the kiddos, you know, go grab something to eat, get down, fight 275 traffic, get to the stadium. There's no way you can even come out to a game during the, you know, during the work week just for one. Mm-hmm. And then on the weekends, uh, you know, it's a little bit better and they get a little bit more of an increase, uh, but it's very, very expensive, you know. And uh, and I can tell you one other thing. I um, Years ago, I was working for a law firm in, uh, in Tampa there, and uh, they basically told me that they can't sponsor the Rays because they're in St. Pete. And it's a Tampa team, but they're in St. Pete, and that law firms and, and their colleagues would love to support a baseball team if the team was based in Tampa. So I think we have the possibility of having a lot of corporate sponsors. Uh, you know, you can get the season ticket holders. You'll get corporate uh, you know, ticket holders. You know, and this could really be a great thing for this area. So. I'm also well, hoping yeah. that uh, places that do group travel to Disney World, to SeaWorld, Universal Studios, I do believe that as they're putting together those week-long packages, it's a little bit of a stretch now. And by the way, they go all the way to St. Petersburg. I think a lot of people actually leave the Kissimmee area and go get a room on the beach for a day or two. Well, that's a disincentive for the interest uh, over uh, around the theme parks. But I think now that we could uh, put together some packages, you come in for a week, four or five days, Hey, we're going to give you round trip bus at bus fare and four tickets uh, to run over to Tampa to see a game and run back that night. I think that plus the corporate sponsorships, certainly in my mind, the proof is in the pudding, Chris, but certainly in my mind, I think we have a lot more options to work with. And I think that's what the team in Major League Baseball is looking for. Not to mention the fact that Ybor City itself, to come to have dinner, if you've never been there as a destination spot, what a win-win for the whole area. we got about a minute left, and I'll give you the last uh, the last word here. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And, uh, you know, the old spaghetti warehouse down there in Ebor. And, oh, yeah. Uh, listen, it's a, it's a nice place, a lot of history there. Um, and uh, I think you put the stadium down there. You know, you got Channel Side that's been uh, revamped, and they're still working on that. The waterfront, uh, they're really doing a great revitalization project, and I think it's going to attract a lot of people. And it's going to be great for the community. And uh, baseball is just a, a pastime. Um, and uh, it'd be great to, to have it local, you know, finally, if they can get this done, definitely. It'd be a nice ribbon, and oh, by the way, when the NFL comes into town for a Super Bowl here pretty soon, be nice to uh, be able to possibly, uh, you know, take some folks down there and uh, live the dream and let some of the folks see what's going to be coming. But, uh, Chris, as always, very thoughtful your comments, and uh, glad that you were able to be with us today. Great talking to you. God bless you, brother. Bless you. bye all right, uh, that's the news of the day, local news. Uh, we had uh, uh, several things coming out of Tallahassee, but we'll probably hold those until next week because coming up in a moment, uh, while we slept last night, somebody came in and robbed the federal treasury. 
And wait till you find out uh, who one of the largest organizations were to benefit from this. What do you think about the budget deal? How about those of you that are Tea Party folks, the Freedom Caucus? Are you happy? Give me a call, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Another wild ride today on Wall Street. The Dow Jones Industrial Average clawed out a positive gain, at least. It was up 330 points after some wild fluctuations earlier in the session. The NASDAQ was up 97 points. The S&P 500 up by 38. And analysts say the big swings we've seen over the past week will not affect the fundamentals as they remain strong for the overall economy. The nation's largest retail trade group says retail sales will increase by 3.8% to 4.4% this year when compared with last. Near Atlanta, police entered a home to carry out an arrest warrant today and gunfire broke out. One officer was killed, two still being treated for serious injuries. The suspect was killed. Heavy snow in parts of the Midwest in Chicago. Mayor Rahm Emanuel says assault and plow truck drivers will be out this weekend as the snow is expected to continue through Sunday. This is SRN News. Weekday mornings at 8. Join us for Moments of Hope with David Chadwick. America is basically a meritocracy where your identity is found in what you do. And if we perform well, we're patted on the back. And if we're not, we're considered worthless. In Jesus, your work is not your worth. Moments of Hope, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley here with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood. Our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president Boaz Shalgi. Travel to Petra, the Dead Sea, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where end times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into Jesus political issues facing Israel today. The all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person, double occupancy. For just $3,965, you'll receive round-trip airfare from Tampa, four- and five-star hotels, Wi-Fi-equipped motor coach, three meals daily, all taxes and tips. For more information, go to letstalkfaith.com or call us 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around... I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. 
That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. 64% say that God accepts the worship of all religions. What is wrong with these ministers today? Don't they know the first commandment? Thou shall have no other gods before me. There's 1,600 cults out there right now. Every one of them denies Jesus. You're not going to get to heaven that way. Jack Vanapie presents the stunning truth about Bible prophecy. Join the Vanapies this week. Sunday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, FM 102.1 and AM 910. mountains you can move all of those big waves in your ocean Carol back, Bill Bunkley here. Uh, Captain Matt Bruce, uh, I guess, just uh, cruised in from Hungry Howie's. It's uh, 434. What reminds you that they have uh, their Hungry Howie's family night. And for those of you on a budget and uh, got a ton of kids or just yourself, hey, we got some $5 off admission and rise of the Florida State Fair. So make sure you check out uh, Hungry Howie's because the captain wants to uh, make sure you save some money on this Friday afternoon. Hey, a couple of things I uh, want to remind you. Tomorrow may be a good time to go out and renew your relationship with the Tampa Bay Rays now that uh, we have uh, a new announcement out there. That's right. Tomorrow at Tropicana Field from 11 a.m. on, it is the Tampa Bay Rays Fan Fest. Come on out and meet the players. That's going to be happening on February the 10th, which is tomorrow. The admission is free for all ages. That's good. It's going to be a whole day of fun at Tropicana Field. They'll have entertainment, food, games, and more. And you're going to come out and show your support for the home team, the Tampa Bay Rays. Find out more about uh, heading out to Tropicana Field tomorrow 11 for the Tampa Bay Rays Fan Fest at MLB.com slash Rays. MLB.com slash Rays. Told you I'm going to have those moments where uh, there's a lapse. Hey, by the way, next Wednesday, uh, Howard Kurtz is going to be with me, I believe. Is that right? On the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, you might know uh, Howard, uh, that uh, he is a best-selling author and host of Fox News Media Buzz. He's written a brand-new book, and it is hot. Media Madness, Donald Trump, the press, and the war over truth. And uh, this is his latest book. And, uh, by the way, we have not one, two, three, four, but I got five copies that we're going to be giving away at the end of February, on February the 25th. So if you would like to get your name in the hat for one of these five copies, very easy to do with our regular republishing giveaway. If you are in the West Central Florida area, you want to, you can go to am860theanswer.com, click on the contest tab and register. If you are in Sarasota, Bradenton, Manatee County, you, know, you can go to your local website, am930theanswer.com, same instructions. You can do that on either one. And by the way, you can go back over and over and over again, which is going to put each day a brand new uh, ticket with your name in the hat. And as I'm sure all of you are math scholars and we're math uh, majors, that means you have more of a chance to win. Now, for those of you a little challenged out there, let me just tell you how it works. If you don't enter the contest, I can assure you you have zero chance of winning. Now, you might have to think, for those that have to think about that, um, I'm praying for you. I really am. 
No, just having some fun this afternoon. So, all right, let's talk about the the non-budget budget deal. Um, I don't know where to begin. I don't know where to begin. First of all, I know everybody's beating up on Rand Paul, and, and a lot of times I think Rand Paul can get out there, and, and I don't know that I would have done what he did last night, but let me just tell you what's happening here. If this is what compromise looks like, um, I don't know how much more of a compromise this country can afford to do. Because right now we are at, I remember it wasn't too long ago, our deficit was $18, $19 trillion. Now that's with a T, that's big already. Folks, we're already at 21 or 22. Now, it started out that this so-called package that was signed in the wee hours of the foggy morning before the 7 o'clock hour, well, we were gonna. This package is gonna do about three hundred thousand to the deficit. Well, it's gonna do about three hundred seventy-five. And as I was talking to the captain uh, earlier today, um, there are some folks saying it could be six or seven hundred billion dollars, more than half a trillion, just over the next twenty-four months. Now, let me be clear. I thought that uh, as a conservative, and I'm both a conservative, a fiscal conservative, and a social conservative, I thought when the the more conservative party is all I'm going to say about them today, Republicans, when they took over, I mean, there was, there was a, a lot of discussion about fiscal accountability. We're not going to be running up deficits, and we're going to bring this deficit down. We are not going to handcuff our children for the future. Just a tremendous amount of rhetoric, and rightly so. Where have all the deficit hawks gone to? I mean, where are they? Now, I want to tell you that there are members of Congress. uh, Dan Webster did not vote for it. In fact, as I was looking at some of his uh, briefing points, uh, I'm going to share those with you because they were very close to what I was sharing yesterday. No. I'm not working off any kind of uh, Republican talking points. That, that's not what I do. Um, but um, the, the, as, as Senator Webster says, excuse me, he was a senator in Florida Senate. He's now a congressman. As Congressman Webster said in his um, communication, the spending trajectory of this two-year budget puts what has been our emerging healthy economy at risk. And it jeopardizes our grandchildren's chance at a prosperous economy in their lifetime. Now, he claims that this bill is going to add more than a trillion dollars annually to our already unsustainable $20 trillion debt. Now, remember back to 2011? Now, I want to tell you that the, the caveat here is the government, excuse me, the, 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 the military has been severely weakened by all of these continuing resolutions because there are restrictions with the continuing resolutions, and um, we needed to very, very heavily infuse our military budgets 
to get our military back up to speed to being the best best in show, best on the globe. If you look at the number of training accidents, ships that have been running into other ships, I mean, we have we have people who have not been totally and and and, and specifically adequately trained. Why? Because we've been we've been skimping. And and that had to change. So I want you to be sure that you know that supplying the necessary revenue for the military has 150% of my support. But folks, I got to tell you that in order to get that, the domestic programs and the fact that they're going to roll away the caps, remember that we passed the Budget Control Act back in 2011, and by the way, that even though there should have been some other adjustments made, spending has been curtailed about $450 billion. I want to tell you that if you are a liberal, you've got to be very happy this afternoon because so much of every liberal program that's available to the country is getting richly funded with very little accountability. And I'm just telling you the truth. I don't want to tell you the truth, but I want to tell you that this has been a a bipartisan deal that um, I look at my 12-year-old son, Zachary, and I just shake my head at uh, the type of country we've become because not only have we made it a professional pastime to kick the can down the road for just about everything, now we're kicking our debts down the road to our kids. Now, I'm getting ready to tell you something. Now, if you are in support of Planned Parenthood, you're going to get, you're going to cheer. If you are pro-life and if, you already are under the conviction that the amount of money that the federal government is pouring into Planned Parenthood's coffers um, is is just a, a very worrisome thing. Well, let me share something with you. This came in uh, shortly. I want to quote the Christian Newswire. Troy Newman is the president. Dateline earlier today from Washington, D.C. I hope you're sitting down. Today, Congress passed a massive pork barrel budget that includes, are you ready? Over a half a billion. Not a million, half a billion. Half a billion dollars directed to plan parenthood plan parenthood is the nation's largest abortion provider they are currently under investigation by the federal bureau of investigation for trafficking in fetal body parts plan parenthood owns half of the nation's abortion clinics and does one-third of all the abortions. 
And many believe that a lot of these federal tax dollars that funnel into Planned Parenthood actually end up in the campaign coffers of uh, far-left liberals, many Democrats, and they're used to help defeat pro-life Republicans. So think about this number. Think about the Republicans who voted for this package. Half a billion dollars. $500 million. Planned Parenthood. And that's just an example. And so understand what this is all about. This is a bipartisan deal agreed to by both parties. And there's there's one goal in mind. You know what that is? The midterm elections later on this year in November of 2018. Shutting down the government again. Not coming to an agreement looking at overnight tracking polls, wondering what the Trump effect is, is going to be positive or negative. And, of course, that has implications uh, of a polar opposite implications, whether you're on the left or the right. I just want to tell you this in the bottom of my heart. The losers are, are you and I and our kids. Two years. And, by the way, For two years, we're not going to have any caps on the deficit. So uh, what are your thoughts about that? We can take a call or two if you'd like to uh, join in for the top of the hour, 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Kind of disgusted. Maybe you're not. Call me. Tell me what you think. Windshields are all about safety, and so is Autoglass America. If your windshield is damaged and you have comprehensive insurance, we'll install a premium quality replacement with a lifetime warranty at no cost to you. We'll buy back your damaged windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot and come to you with free mobile service. Keep your family safe. Call us today. Remember, if it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. Hey, Dan, can you believe it's our 10-year anniversary of getting a great night's sleep? I know, Trina. For 10 years, Z-Quiet has been helping couples like us kick snoring out of bed. Think of the millions of lives we've changed. And that all happened years before other snoring companies showed up on the scene. Z-Quiet really started a revolution. Hi, we're Dan and Trina. As the founders of Z-Quiet, people often ask what sets us apart from the competition. It's easy. Snoring was our problem. And we know what night after night of snoring does to a relationship. Visit GetZQuiet.com. 
Z-Quiet was developed to treat my snoring, and we realized there were other couples that were desperate for a simple and effective solution. We're so proud that Z-Quiet has become America's trusted name in snoring solutions. Get Z-Quiet and kick snoring out of bed forever. Get $20 off the regular price when you text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to com and get $20 off today. Just in time for Valentine's, Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage, a free booklet from Family Life when you log on to our station website and use the keyword marriage. Recognize your differences and be willing to defer to one another. You could also win the ultimate relationship builder, a free trip for a married couple to a Family Life weekend to remember marriage getaway. Visit letstalkfaith.com and enter the keyword marriage. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Who's happy to be at the game today? You know who's not happy? Your buddy Pete, stuck at home doing the laundry with his wife, who loves soap operas. Pete should have taken advantage of Sun Country Cleaner's wash, dry, and fold service. With 38 convenient locations in Tampa Bay and delivery, Pete could be here, dealing with overtime at the ballpark instead of dealing with an overflowing hamper. Sun Country Cleaners, let us do the laundry while you do life. Online at suncountrycleaners.com. Weekdays at 1 p.m., don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. But but I've learned that as I say no, my resolve is strengthened. Then when sin comes, I can say no because I've disciplined myself to say no. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. back bill bunkley here i have a homework assignment for you this weekend when you have some time i want you to uh take a look at your calendar coming up in may and that's because uh, i'm excited and uh, the buzz is building and we're going to be taking a a very special group of uh, folks from right here in west central florida and uh, mrs bunkley i and zach uh, we're going to be heading to um, uh, tel aviv israel 
and we're going to be spending uh, 10 days uh, in the Holy Land, well, including travel back and forth, uh, both Israel and Jordan. I just uh, forwarded uh, a group of photographs uh, to EDI Travel uh, over in Israel, and uh, the website is up now, but we're going to be updating the website with a series of pictures from my pilgrimage of just a few months ago, where uh, we had uh, just an absolutely delightful group of people uh, who were on pilgrimage. And uh, I want to give you a homework assignment, and that is um, we're going to be updating the website, but I want you to really think about uh, coming and joining us. It is uh, really a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Not only are we going to be um, visiting the very important historical biblical sites of both the Old and New Testament, uh, I think, uh, especially when these pictures get posted, and, and by the way, I also encourage you to follow me on on um, uh, Twitter and uh, send me a friend request at Facebook because I'm going to start posting the same pictures as well with some commentary on my social media. Um, this is uh, not only a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity in terms of the trip, but uh, for the price as well. You might look around and, and see that uh, with the economy starting to boom, uh, prices, uh, we, we've got inflation on the way. Prices are going up. I, I want to just uh, reemphasize the fact that uh, if you've ever thought about going to Israel and Jordan, and with my particular tour, we're going to be uh, sharing with you the social um, and the, the, the geopolitical sites, uh, not social, but geopolitical sites as well, and you'll see some of those photographs. But um, I want you to check out the website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. And uh, also, if you are a pastor or you're listening and you, you're pastor of your church or maybe maybe you're head of an organization, uh, we're going to be uh, adding some subgroups to our 10-day pilgrimage. And that means, pastor, if, if, you, have a, if you have a smaller group, a lot of times the groups uh, are looking at, uh, you know, 30, 40, 50 people. But I want to tell you that we have a, a special opportunity. We'll work with you. Uh, if you uh, have a group of 10 or 20 people that you would like to uh, be the, the sub-host, and, uh, and if you're a pastor, if you come with us, uh, I certainly want to include you in uh, some of the programming and the devotions. But we have an opportunity for uh, all sorts of individuals to uh, join us with their subgroups or come directly with us. But I um, want to talk to you. So um, let me give you a phone number. And uh, if you'd like to connect with uh, myself or Boaz Shalgi, our in-country host, or uh, his wife, Maggie, let me give you a phone number, and uh, this weekend I'd like you to consider that And um, because I believe the trip is going to, to fill up, and I don't want you to miss out. But uh, you can call us um, at 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. Talk about securing your spot, or if you would like to uh, talk about bringing a, a small group. And, uh, again, that website, our website is letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the website there and uh, right under my picture for the show, um, for the Bill Bunkley Show, we're on the landing page there. You'll see where uh, there's a link for the 10-day pilgrimage. Check that out and uh, keep checking over the next uh, few days and next week. I know right now we're in uh, Shabbat uh, in um, Israel, so um, nothing's going to be happening. But their first day of the week is, uh, is our Sunday uh, which is our first day of the week, but they're back to work. So hopefully in a couple of three days, keep checking uh, our website, letstalkfaith.com, and wait till you see the pictures of um, our pilgrimage just a few months ago, and uh, we're heading back. So again, that phone number to uh, to join us and uh, let us answer your questions, 
813-515-1510. Well, um, as we wrap up uh, our first hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, coming up uh, in just a few moments, we're going to be heading back out to to, uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado, and uh, have a chance to speak with folks in the family. We're going to talk about the Super Sunday and uh, three very special individuals who gave a, a special testimony uh, with the um, Philadelphia Eagles. That's coming up with my interview with Paul Batour with Focus on the Family, top of the hour. Then we're going to head out to uh, California, talk about the Movie Guide Awards, but we're also talking about uh, two brand-new movies. Got one for the kids of the fall family. Uh, it's uh, Peter Rabbit. And then we also have uh, the movie uh, talking about the 1517 train to Paris. That's going to be on tap as well. Well, coming up uh, in a moment, I'll be over on our Faith Talk stations with the second hour of the show at uh, AM 570, AM 910, and 102.1 in Lakeland. For those of you uh, coming up on 1380 The Biz, it'll be the Consumer Quarterback Show. And for both of our answer stations, Jay Sekulow from Washington, D.C., coming up in a moment. So all of that and more to Bill Bunkley Show. would love to have you join me for the second hour. And uh, if not, I look forward to seeing you next week live from Tallahassee. Thanks for being with us. When I look at the different accounts that we have throughout the Word of God about people that he announced were on their way, whoever that was going to be, like a Gideon or a Samson or Jesus himself, he always predicated it with, this child is going to do this, and this is why I'm bringing this child into the world. God has a purpose for your child. On Focus on the Family Minute, Julie Lyles Carr offers a fresh perspective on parenting. I think every child that God brings to this planet is on a mission. And it's our job as parents to help them understand what that purpose is and to not get in the way of it with our own agenda on what we're trying to fulfill as being parents. It really is about launching people into their purposes. So I often say God didn't call us to raise perfect children. He called us to raise purposed children. As a mom or a dad, seek purpose over perfection. Hear more from Julie at FamilyMinute.org. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Val Dior. The White House says President Trump remains confident in his chief of staff, John Kelly, even though Kelly defended an aide who'd been accused of domestic abuse by his two ex-wives. White House Deputy Press Secretary Raj Shah. You've got to take allegations seriously. You've got to take denial seriously. Um, And again, the statements reflected our experience with Rob Porter and other officials' experience with Rob Porter. Shaw says the administration initially defended Porter based on the man officials had gotten to know over the past year. And the president said today that he wishes Rob Porter well. Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel says bring on the snow. The city's prepared. Everybody's going to be 24-7 all the way through to the city streets are clean and passable. Jeannie Bunnell went out Thursday to prepare for the storm. She tells WLS. It's very important since I'm older especially to get out 
and get all of my shopping needs done. Probably a good idea to check on an elderly neighbor. Snow is piling up from a winter storm that's moving across the upper Midwest, snarling traffic and closing some freeways. Stocks struggled to stabilize today in unsteady trading a day after the market entered its first correction in two years. Warren Levinson with more. Stock prices started the day higher but were down another 1% at midday. Alan Valdez at Silver Bear Capital says this is the sort of thing that happens in markets that go up 10% in the space of two weeks. You know, usually they're pretty brief corrections like this. I mean, they come real fast and then people get right back in, especially now with algorithmic trading. The computers take over. They see spots where they should take advantage of, and they start buying. European stock markets fell about 1% in end-of-week trading. Stocks in Japan fell 2.25%, and in Hong Kong, 3%. Warren Levinson, New York. Stocks staging a late rally closed sharply higher, but still in the week with a loss of over 5%. The Dow closing up 330 to 24,191. NASDAQ up 97. S&P ends up 39. This is Town Hall News. Interested in trading as a way to generate extra monthly income? Listen up. Before you sign up for some garbage program or awkward in-person seminar, you really need to hear about the online trader program that everyone's talking about. This is the program that allows you to get your account funded with someone else's money. That's right. Apiary Fund will gladly put up to $100,000 of their money into your trading account. And the best part? You get to keep 85% of the profits without putting in a dime of your own money. Apiary Fund and this program are growing like crazy. As a special offer, Apiary Fund is allowing our listeners to get started for free. Just call 800-959-4526 and leave us your email address and we will send you all the exciting details of how to trade Apiary Fund's money and not your own. Call 800-959-4526 and leave your email address on the voicemail. Your free report will be sent right away. 800-959-4526. That's 800-959-4526. The White House wants to change how more than 1.5 million federal workers are paid. Senior officials with of the Office of Management and Budget say the changes emphasize performance-based raises instead of the current system that generally increases pay based on tenure. These changes would be proposed as part of President Trump's 2019 budget plan to be released on Monday. The proposal would slow tenure-based increases, generating $10 billion over 10 years for performance-based payments. Jeremy House reporting the administration is also studying whether it's better to recruit workers with a defined contribution retirement plan rather than a pension plan. It was a historic moment at the Pyeongchang Winter Olympics as South Korean President Moon Jae-in and his wife took their seats in the dignitary box next to North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's younger sister on an unprecedented visit to the South Representing the North's ruling Kim family, they all sat together in the dignitary box at the opening ceremony. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. It seems that airlines are much less likely to bump passengers off of flights than they were last year. Jackie Quinn has more. After the videotape dragging and injuries to a Kentucky doctor on a United Airlines flight last year, the Transportation Department reports 2017 had the lowest number of forced removals since airline records have been kept. 23,000 people were bumped, but 341,000 volunteered to give up their seats, taking advantage of higher travel vouchers and other incentives being offered by the airlines. The government report finds that Spirit Airlines has the highest rate of bumping. Jackie Quinn, Washington.
President Trump making the case on Twitter for electing more Republicans to Congress after signing a $400 billion spending plan. He says without more Republicans in Congress, we're forced to increase spending on things we do not like or want to help the U.S. military. He says non-military spending will never come down without electing more Republicans this year. Town Hall News. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored in part by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from governments. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, we're back. It's 5 o'clock for the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad that you are joining us here for uh, a very informative hour. Coming up in just a moment, we'll head on out to our weekly segment with Focus on the Family out in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Paul Batur is going to be joining me, Vice President of Communications for Focus. And today we're going to talk about the uh, the Christians who are part of the Super Bowl winning team of the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll talk about uh, their testimony before a national audience of millions. Plus, we'll also talk about our own local legend. And I'm talking about uh, Coach Tony Dungy, as uh, he was the, the first one to bring the story of Nick Foles, the quarterback of the Eagles, as well as uh, taking a stand for Christ uh, in a most professional way. We'll talk about that impact uh, to not only us as we're in our marketplace, and also the impact uh, that can have on our kids living out their faith. That's coming up in just a moment. Then bottom of the hour, we'll head on out to Hollywood. Time to talk to uh, Ben Kaiser, our friends at Movie Guide. They're just off their Movie Guide Awards weekend, and I'm excited because for the first time, they're going to be able to talk about the winners today. So we'll talk about some of the top films from a Christian worldview and their perspective, plus two brand new movies. Going to talk about Peter Rabbit that's opening up today, as well as the 1517 to Paris, directed by Clint Eastwood. All that and more to Bill Bunkley Show. Don't miss the minute of the next hour. Going to take a quick break. Don't go away. I'll be right back. This is Philip DeCourcy of Know the Truth. Now, the book of Jonah presents a whale of a story, but it's also packed with implications for you and me. Through Jonah, God's calling us to go to the city to share the gospel. And at Know the Truth, we're answering the call by expanding into more cities than ever before. Learn more in a special interview broadcast on Know the Truth. That's right here on Faith Talk, 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. 
Sound fair to you? With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle. Problems with the electric, something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. Ladies, between career, family, friends, and church, there's barely time to breathe. How about we take a break for a night out? Faith Talk's Ladies' Night Out is coming up Thursday, March 22nd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon with Christian comedian Leslie Norris Townsend. Maybe it's just my husband or just some, he just hates to wash the clothes. But he loves to wash the car. Laugh out loud with several hundred of your BFFs. Do you know what I do? I put all of his dirty underwear in the rag pile by the car. Come early for our Ladies Expo, featuring shopping, giveaways, desserts, and light hors d'oeuvres, with food trucks on hand ready to satisfy your appetite for fun. Faith Talks Ladies Night Out with Leslie Norris Townsend, Thursday, March 22nd from 5 to 9 at Bell Shoals Baptist Church. Last year's event sold out, so get your tickets early. Tickets and information at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. The righteous, holy God of the universe looking down upon a guilty sinner says, I declare you not guilty, vindicated, acceptable into the kingdom of God because... Having provided a substitute to pay your penalty, and that substitute paying the full consequence of your penalty, which was death, I, because you have been willing to accept him, I have transferred your guilt, your penalty, and your consequence to him. He has been punished for your sin. I declare you not guilty and him guilty. He pays the penalty. You go free. That is the justifying process of God. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at intouch.org. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Back is Friday afternoon and uh, getting ready for a great weekend. Of course, the Florida State Fair is underway, and this is uh, Children's Day at the fair. So, all of uh, you that have the kiddos that are out of uh, school, both public and private, that uh, uh, have either gone or making your way to the fair, it's going to be a fun day. Well, got to tell you that last weekend, what a super weekend it was. Not only were we treated to what I think is one of the best the Super Bowl contests in the history of the uh, in the competition, uh, but also as people began to learn more about uh, some of the key players for the Philadelphia Eagles, 
and those of us that uh, adhere to a Christian worldview, well, it, it was a very special indeed. And so today we want to talk about the integration of faith and sports. And I can't think of a better organization to talk about that than Focus on the Family. And my very special guest, which is Paul Batura, is back with us. Of course, he is Vice President of Communications for Focus on the Family. And uh, he's responsible for their media relations as well as internal communications and guest relations. If you want to go out to Colorado Springs and uh, make sure that you and your group uh, gets accommodated well. And uh, he also helps to uh, really be uh, a ministry partner to all of the neighbors there in Colorado Springs. Two decades of experience in the realm of uh, news media, broadcast journalism, been with Focus since 1998. And uh, he was an advisor to both uh, Dr. James C. Dobson, as well as Jim Daly, current president. Several books uh, under his um, collection in terms of uh, his wisdom that he has given all of us. And he and his wife, Julie, uh, have adopted three young boys, uh, Riley, Will, and Alex. And that's why Mrs. Bunkley and I, our situation with Zach, we really uh, relate to our good friend Paul. And I uh, want to just tell you that... Uh, you know, for the, all those birth mothers out there and birth fathers who have choose, who have chosen life, it's very special to him. Well, Paul, come on in here because we're going to have some fun this afternoon and uh, talk about uh, something that had a real impact this weekend. But uh, your thoughts about uh, Sunday's game? Hey, Bill, it's great to be with you again. And uh, boy, I just would echo what you said. It, it turned out to be a fun, a fun game. Uh, you know, we uh, were rooting for the Eagles. The winner didn't matter as much to me, honestly, as what uh, we learned about the players, like you referred to those those Eagles, uh, quarterback Nick Foles, coach Doug Peterson. You know, there just seems to me to be a, um, uh, you know, a more willingness to talk about their faith. They did it before the game. They talked about it after the game. And uh, I think this is a good trend. I hope it continues, you know, after a pretty rocky NFL season with a lot of controversy and a lot of, um, you know, protests and boycotts. It was just good to see it end on such a positive faith-filled note. Mm. And uh, I got to tell you that if there's two teams, and of course, uh, let me just say that we are in the Tampa Bay Buccaneersville down here in Florida. Um, of course, we also have the Jaguars and the Dolphins, so Florida st- is certainly well represented. But when you look at a uh, couple of the rougher teams in the league in terms of reputation one is of course out your way and that is the oakland raiders and the other one would be the uh the philadelphia eagles and we know how uh the town sort of uh as expected in some areas got uh, a little too rambunctious and uh, some folks really did some damage but i thought it was particularly interesting that this story comes out of the the philadelphia locker room the philadelphia team and and paul i want to also add to this conversation um um, Tony Dungy, uh, of course, is uh, one of our brothers right here uh, and part of what we consider part of our WTBN family and uh, been attending church with the and Lauren for years and watched the kids grow up. I want to also bring him into conversation because as you're dealing with the media, uh, Paul, I want to take you back about a week before the Super Bowl because NBC had the package this year of the coverage. And they do a lot of these, um, you know, these background interviews uh, for all the time that they're going to be uh, investing with uh, all the sponsors that are they're buying literally the whole afternoon. And um, even Coach Tony Dungy, who had reported about the fact about Nick Foles, the quarterback, his faith, 
and the fact that a week earlier he thought he was going to have uh, an opportunity on that platform for the Lord. Immediately in some sectors, Tony Dungy got attacked, and the mild-mannered Tony Dungy that we know, we hear in the locker room that he could be intense from time to time. Well, he pushed back. Are you aware of that at all? And would like to comment on that before we get into to the actual Super Bowl event. Well, I, I, I did hear about that, and we're big fans of Coach Dungy out here in Colorado. He's been to focus on the family. He's been on our radio program. And I, you know what I'm reminded of uh, uh, is Billy Graham. Billy Graham once said that courage is contagious. When a brave man takes a stand, the spines of others are stiffened. And I love that because I think when someone like a Coach Dungy doesn't uh, melt, doesn't pull back, but simply says, no, this is what I believe, and I'm comfortable talking about it, I think others are emboldened. And I think this is what we're seeing. You know, of course, we're, we're, I don't think we're going to have the evangelization of the NFL. No, stretch. no. But you're going to see, I think, players who are comfortable in their own skin be a bit more confident. And I think the NFL, you know, let's, let's talk business here. I think they realize they're under a lot of pressure. They've been under a lot, taking a lot of heat. I don't think they're going to push back on it either. I think they're going to kind of let it ride out because they know it is actually very, very popular with uh, a lot of the fans. And you're an expert uh, in this area, Paul Bator. Of course, I'm in the media as well, so I guess better better acknowledge I know a little bit. But uh, the fact that there was also one or two other commentators, and I'm talking about sports commentators, who actually, not from necessarily the spiritual standpoint, but from the point of good journalism, came to the side in the aid of, of uh, Coach Dungy to say, look, it is, it is very clear that this young man's life, and then to the coach and to the others, this, this was a very important component that allowed him to put it all together to deliver the performance that he did on the field. And so should we not talk about what's an obvious fact, or are we going to let political correctness blot that out? And I thought that it, it, you, you didn't get that – I didn't hear that repeated much much – you know, as uh, as time went on, but I thought that was such an accurate defense of not just Tony Dungeon his faith, but the fact that that was a story that needed to be told. Your thoughts about that? Well, I think it's. I think you're right. I think when you stand up to a bully, when you uh, speak up and speak out and stand up, yeah, you might get some heat, but more or less, more often than not, the bully backs down, and that's what I think we see happening in this instance. And um, I, again, I think it's a very positive. A development, and I think uh, you're going to see more of it. I think the key, though, is Coach Dungy is a winsome guy. He he knows how to share his faith in a very non-obtrusive way. He's respectful. He's careful with his words, and I think that's a good example for all of us. We you know we we're called to be witnesses. We're called to to be good examples, and it doesn't do anybody good if you're shouting someone down or if you're uh, you know rude or inconsiderate. In and these guys are are you know, right on target, and they're doing a good job, and I think the public responds accordingly. Hmm. If you're just joining us, Paul Batura, who is Vice President of Communications for Focus on the Family, joining me this afternoon talking about the integration of faith and sports. And uh, as always, uh, I hope that uh, you have bookmarked FocusOnTheFamily.com on your home and office PC as well as other venues because uh, the resources that they have there available for you are just absolutely astounding uh, for those of us that are Christ followers. 
And you know, when we look at uh, we look at Nick Foles, but I want to I want to quickly quote his um, uh, his uh, coach because it was Doug Peterson's remarks on the platform before, and Nick was actually standing a couple of steps down, holding his daughter, standing next to his wife. But here's what the coach said. I can quote, I can only give the praise to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for giving me this opportunity, close quote. Now, I I want you to respond to that in the context of we have uh, thousands of folks listening this afternoon, and um, we are out in our marketplace every day. We're out in our competition every day. We're out uh, in our environment every day, and we can either be uh, closet Christians, we can either be secret agent Christians, we certainly don't want to be loud, obnoxious, uh, beating people ahead with their, their scriptures. But talk about the example, not only the coach, but these guys set that, you know what, there is, like you said a moment ago, there is a way for us to share our faith. And I think that if uh, we want to see revival in America, and if we certainly want to see this country turn around to the truth and walk away from the pack of lies that we've been buying into for decades, these guys really set an example for us, didn't they? They sure did, and I think you said it right at the top of our conversation uh, about your worldview, and I think this is what it really comes down to. You know, when, when they say at the first remark, you know, I want to give all the glory to my Lord and Savior. I want this is the only reason I have this opportunity is because of, of Jesus in my life. You know, this is not just some pious uh, pontificating. I mean, they, they believe, and I think we all should believe, that every breath we take, every step we make, is uh, because and due to God's favor. You know, we woke up this morning, we're given an opportunity to, to live this day. It has to go back to, to the Lord. And if you, can, if you can see your life that way, if you can realize that every good thing you have, and indeed every challenging thing you have, is from the Lord. And do you see it that way? Do you think you're accomplishing what you're accomplishing because of your own talents, your own, uh, you know, intelligence? And, and if you think that, boy, you're in for, I think, a pretty miserable life. But I think if you can very gracefully, uh, uh, gratefully acknowledge that everything comes from the Lord, which these guys are doing, um, they're doing it in a rather public setting, but they're also being pretty informal about it. Boy, I think that's, that's a ver- really, really good trend. Mm. I want to talk about uh, Nick Falls because uh, a day or two before the game, maybe Thursday, Friday, somewhere near I. I began tweeting the fact that uh, this young lad, not only was he going to walk away from the game because, uh, he, you know, a couple of uh, the breaks didn't come through, but uh, his long-term calling is to be a youth pastor. And so his focus is on being a youth pastor. And uh, now he's, uh, you know, and we know that the career of an NFL player, except if you're Tom Brady, um, and I don't say that disrespectful, what a longevity he's had, but for most, it's a few years. Talk about the fact that uh, we, have a, we have someone that's not leaving sports and then going into ministry. We have someone who seems to be the testimony of, I'm all about ministry, and I'm all about reaching out the lost, the lost kids, and look at the platform the Lord gave him, not only to come in and to, to, and to start these games late in the season, but my word, look at what he has done, and he is the MVP. And uh, can you imagine how the Lord is going to use this young man in the days, weeks, and years ahead? Yeah, it's a remarkable story. I mean, to have, uh, you know, to sort of be plucked from obscurity, to think that you're just, 
just the backup. I mean, there's a lot of guys in America who would who would be very happy to be a backup quarterback in the NFL, but most backups don't get spotlight uh, shown on them. And here he was, you know, called and given the opportunity. And he's expressed the desire that when he retires, you know, he wants to be a youth pastor. I kind of think if he were to uh, pursue that, I'm sure his um, the vote would be unanimous, at least in Philadelphia, maybe not in New England. But that's a great – it's a great uh, turn of events there. And uh, I think, uh, you know, he's living the life uh, – great example for other people. But, you know, I'm, I'm reminded of what Paul said to Timothy when he said, physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. And that's what he's, of course, Nick Foles is doing. Is he has a long-term view of things. He, he loves playing football. He's good at it. But he really has his eyes and his sight set on things beyond football. And that's pretty rare. I mean, you live in a we, we, you know, the NFL is full of egos, full of people living in the moment. In many cases, they need to. I mean, this is a pretty brutal uh, sport, and it takes a lot of effort. you got to be focused. But long term, it's good to have that uh, perspective that uh, this will be a very short season for him uh, in his whole, whole life. And, of course, most players, players don't go uh, more than five or six years in the NFL. That's the average tenure. So good to see and. And again, a good example for young kids, especially. Mm. Got about a minute and a half left, but uh, very quickly, you can speak from experience about this uh, idea about uh, how faith can play an integral role uh, as yourself as coach and athlete. Give us a final thought on uh, not just us adults looking at this platform and this opportunity, but uh, what about kids? How can this experience and talking about this help our athletic kids or non-athletic kids grow closer to God, well, as an athlete, let's say? Well, I think to realize physical training is the precursor, uh, you know, to spirit, it, there's a lot of metaphors there for spiritual training, um, to do it regularly, to do it uh, faithfully, to, per, uh, you know, pursue, uh, be persistent. This is this is a good thing. And I think you need to realize if you're a young athlete, don't try and take your faith off the field, you know, it should be part of everything you do. And so whether you're encouraging another teammate, whether you're uh, helping another opponent up off the turf, uh, you know, realize who you are and, and, and whose you are and live that out. Don't, uh, don't just make faith a, a Wednesday night, Sunday morning kind of thing, but realize that it should be, in, should be part of everything you do. Paul Batura, what great counsel you have this afternoon. Of course, uh, Paul is Vice President of Communications, focused on the family. We've been talking about the integration of faith in sports. If you missed this, be sure to tune into our podcast uh, just after 6 o'clock tonight. Great, great insight from, from Paul. Paul, thanks for being with us this afternoon. As always, we appreciate your counsel. Look forward to our next visit. Same here, Bill. Thanks so much. God bless, my friend. That website is FocusOnTheFamily.com. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com, and that is a great one for you to bookmark. Coming up in a moment, we'll go from Colorado Springs out to California. We'll check in with Ben Kaiser about the annual Movie Guide Awards that took place last week and the new movie, The 1517 to Paris. All that and more on The Bill Bunkley Show as we go to the movies. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Another wild ride today on Wall Street. The Dow Jones Industrial Average clawed out a positive gain, at least. It was up 330 points after some wild fluctuations earlier in the session. The NASDAQ was up 97 points. The S&P 500 up by 38. And analysts say the big swings we've seen over the past week will not affect the fundamentals as they remain strong for the overall economy. The nation's largest retail trade group says retail sales will increase by 3.8% to 4.4% this year when compared with last. Near Atlanta, police entered a home to carry out an arrest warrant today and gunfire broke out. One officer was killed, two still being treated for serious injuries. The suspect was killed. Heavy snow in parts of the Midwest in Chicago. Mayor Rahm Emanuel says assault and plow truck drivers will be out this weekend as the snow is expected to continue through Sunday. This is SRN News. If you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Autoglass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot, come to you with free mobile service, and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. This is an urgent update from FreedomChecksAlert.com. On March 1st, $34.6 million is expected to start being paid out to thousands of everyday Americans via Freedom Checks. Checks so big they make Social Security and every other government program look pathetic. Take Doug, for example. He's a 46-year-old from Joplin, Missouri, who's set to get a check for $24,075. Lisa, a 57-year-old from Tulsa, Oklahoma, is set to cash in an even bigger check for $66,500. To be clear, this is not a government program. It is much better than that. There are no age and income restrictions. As long as you act before March 1st, you have the chance to join thousands of people like Doug and Lisa who are reaping a massive windfall from life-changing freedom checks. To see how you can claim your full share of this $34.6 billion payout, go to www.freedomchecksalert.com. But don't delay. March 1st is only days away. Go to www.freedomchecksalert.com for more details. That's www.freedomchecksalert.com. A sixth-grade teacher in an upper-middle-class California California City ask her students to complete the sentence that begins, I wish. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. She expected them to express wishes for bicycles or maybe a dog or video games. But 20 of the 30 children responded, I wish my parents wouldn't fight and I wish my father would come back. Another I wish my mother didn't have a boyfriend. And another, I wish I only had one mom and one dad so the kids wouldn't make fun of me. I realize marriage is hard work, but our kids need our marriages to work. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. Weekday mornings at 9. Don't miss Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. That is the gospel message. The gospel defined. Jesus died sacrificially. He rose victoriously. And he offers salvation to everyone who believes in him. That is the gospel. 
Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk 570 WTVN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. If you know Alexa, you know she's quick with a joke. What starts with an E but only has a single letter in it? An envelope. Or an encouraging compliment. You always know how to find that silver lining. But best of all, you can listen to Alexa to listen to us. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. Just tell Alexa, enable Faith Talk Tampa skill. And boom, there you go. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. On air, online, and using Alexa. Faith Talk 570. Jesus, can you show me just how far the east is from the west? Because I can't bear to see the man I've been come rising up in me again. In the arms of your mercy, I find this. Because you know just how far the Welcome back. It's Friday afternoon, and uh, I am excited because uh, it is our opportunity to reconnect with our friends all the way out in California uh, with Movie Guy. And they have just uh, had another phenomenal uh, opportunity for their annual Movie Guide Awards, and we're excited because uh, in years past, uh, we have um, not been able to talk about the winners until it actually premieres a few weeks down the road on Easter Day uh, on the Reels channel to talk about who the winners are. But today we have released of that embargo, and so I'm excited. Plus, we've got two great movies to talk about. Today, Ben Kaiser, a very tired, a very worn-out Ben Kaiser is with us because <laughs> not only do they have their annual Movie Guide Awards last weekend, a lot of post-award work that they do, and in fact, they're right now putting together their uh, television special, so the staff is always very busy the week afterwards, but as managing editor, I want to tell you that he and Dr. Bear and Evie and the staff there do a wonderful job. This is a ministry. This is a 501c3 ministry. This organization is dedicated to the cause of Christ, dedicated to teaching filmmakers not only how to make a great film but what redemptive qualities are all about. And we are so honored to have them as a weekly installment to give us some guidance for our families and our children and what we put before our eyes in the entertainment venue. Now, not only do you have the website there at movieguide.org, it's also a biweekly journal and uh, gives you an opportunity not only to just take a couple of the the nuggets that we talk about, about the, the movies that are opening up this weekend, you actually go to movieguide.org, you can drill down and really decide if that movie with what you're going to be seeing is the content you want your children to see. With that, I want to bring in uh, Ben Kaiser. Ben, first of all, good to have you with us. And uh, just give us a little bit of a tease because we're going to talk about the movies first. But uh, how did things go for the big gala? What over at the uh, what was it? The um, the the Hollywood Hilton uh, Universal Hilton. Yeah, right by Universal Studios. It, it was terrific. Terry Crews uh, was the host again for the second year in a row, and, and this year he brought his wife, who uh, who closed the in- entire event with a prayer, and it was it was really terrific. We had 
had we were celebrating great movies we had some some great stars and not only uh actors and actresses that came out but also uh producers directors and writers and we really wanted to celebrate them and the work that they made and it, and we'll talk more about it later but it was it was a really great event and and uh, the whole, it was very much infused with the holy spirit and god was honored and and we're excited to see you know even more that comes out from the event Incredible. Absolutely incredible. And uh, we'll also, for those of you who might be listening for the first time, we'll also do a little reset. And and Ben will tell you two or three purposes involved of why they have this annual Movie Guide Award. It's not just for the giving of awards. We'll let you um, uh, get a, a rebrief on that in just a moment. Got a couple of movies this week that are coming out. And uh, we touched briefly on Peter Rabbit before, but we have a live action comedy. And, uh, yes, it's about the, the one, the only, the Peter Rabbit. So, Ben Kaiser, give us an idea about uh, uh, Movie Guide's evaluation of this uh, presentation. You know, I, I was excited about this one because I grew up reading the Peter Rabbit books and really loved it as a child. And the trailers kind of looked, you know, fun. It's a bit of a, of a slapstick humor. It's not necessarily uh, the Peter Rabbit, Peter Rabbit I grew up watching. But the, this movie's actually, it's really good and it, it's fairly wholesome. And uh, I think there's a lot of good messages in the movie. It, it of course, uh, follows the story of Peter Rabbit, who is a... Uh, a really troublemaking rabbit, and and his uh, arch nemesis is Mr. McGregor, who uh, Peter likes to uh, sneak into his garden and uh, and you know eat the carrots and eat the cabbage, and and Mr. McGregor's always trying to catch Peter Rabbit. Well, in this one, uh, Mr. McGregor has actually died from a, from a heart attack, and his nephew moves in and takes over the farm, and the nephew Thomas uh, uh, all of a sudden is is just as as mean and and terrible to the animals as as his uncle was. So a feud begins between Peter Rabbit and Thomas. And meanwhile, uh, uh, the local uh, the local woman who's friendly to the rabbits is also being wooed by Thomas. So Peter has uh, ulterior motives to make sure that Thomas doesn't you know swoop in and marry this this uh, nice young lady and and take away the the animals' home. So it's a fun light story. Like I said, there's some slapstick humor, but it's not it's not overbearing on the story. The plot elements are are right intact. The the climax of the movie is heartfelt and and it's really well done. The animation is also is also great. The messages uh, are are ones that we really like. They're about forgiveness, reconciliation, repentance, doing the right thing. And uh, it's like I said earlier, it's a wholesome movie. There's only one uh, light obscenity. It's the D word that's dropped in the movie. So that's the only uh, uh, cautious for the for the language. But other than that, uh, uh, we gave it a plus one. So that means there's some light objectionable content that you should be aware of. Read the content section on movieguide.org. But that's a plus one for acceptability. You know, maybe the the youngest of the children should not see it. Uh, and we gave it four stars for quality. So we really liked it and thought it was a fun movie. All right. Check it out at movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org. Let me just divert, digress for just a moment because we just got word a couple of days ago. For those of you who are movie watchers, we have a free movie screening this coming Tuesday, courtesy of your friends right here at WTBN and, of course, the Bill Bunkley, the Bill Bunkley Show. The movie is Tortured for Christ. Now, there's going to be an opportunity for you to review this movie for free. It's at the AMC West Shore 14, 
Now, the movie starts at 7 o'clock. You always hear me urge you to come out at 6 o'clock because it's first come, first serve. If the seats are filled up, they're going to turn folks away. That's coming up just around the corner this Thursday, February the 13th. So go to our website right now and find out more about the movie Tortured for Christ at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the banner for the events, download your ticket, and again, make sure to come early. Talking to Ben Kaiser with movieguide.org this afternoon about uh, an exciting weekend. And this next movie is one that uh, I have uh, been waiting in anticipation for a long time. It is one that has been put together by the one, the only, the Clint Eastwood. The movie is The 1517 to Paris, and uh, there's a lot of storylines with this. Let's take it back out to California, Ben Kaiser. Um, this is going to have an impact, especially, I think, with a lot of conservatives, and there is a faith component here as well, correct? Correct. And, and Clint Eastwood is a master, especially lately, of, of uh, taking real-life uh, American heroes and making terrific movies about them. When We had American Sniper. We had Soli last year. Uh, which was a terrific movie, and this is another good one that he's done. But he's done uh, he's done it in a completely new way that we really haven't seen that much. Uh, this, of course, is about these uh, uh, three young uh, American men that were traveling Europe. Two of them were in the military, traveling Europe, and they were on a train, and there was a, a, a terrorist attack. These terrorists uh, uh, had explosives and guns and lots of ammunition. Excuse me, and these three young men. They stepped up and they they took action and they saved so many lives by by uh, fighting these terrorists. So so Clint Eastwood is is telling this story and he's done it in a unique way because he's cast the actual heroes that the actual young men into the movie. He didn't find some Hollywood actors to portray them. He thought let's just let's just take the actual young guys and put them in the movie. And you know it, it it's really powerful because you you uh, all of a sudden you don't picture I wonder what it really looked like because you're looking at the actual people that did this. Now there is some uh, risk uh, you know of doing that because the acting is going to be not as good. And uh, in the middle of the movie, they uh, uh, Clint Eastwood just follows these three me- young men as they are uh, traveling Europe, and, and there's some slow moments uh, because of that. But then boom, when the the final action scene hits it's really it's intense but it's powerful and uh you know eastwood is just a terrific director and he knows how to direct action with uh, an emotional impact and uh there's a lot of faith components in this movie as well because uh the the mothers of these men uh, uh were were solid believers and they they sent these kids uh they sent them to a christian school and really wanted to raise them in the faith we actually interviewed some of the actress, the actress that played one of the mothers, Jenna Fisher, who a lot of people know her as Pam from The Office. Evie uh, sat down and interviewed her, as well as the three uh, uh, American heroes that stopped the terrorist attack. We have that interview on movieguide.org. People should be aware that there is some some foul language, uh, not not a lot of R-rated like F-bombs, but you know some S words and D words and a few uh, a Lord's name in vain. Uh, that that's that are taken, and there's some intense violence. It it is PG-13, uh, not you know you know Saving Private Ryan type of violence, but it's still intense enough that uh, people should be cautious. And if you have a you know uh, if you can't you know handle that sort of intensity, 
might not want to uh, take this one for the date night. Uh, but we give it a minus one. So that that's not an extreme caution. That's just a a, a moderate caution. And we gave it four stars for quality. Mm. And for our audience, uh, you know that uh, not only that we have a strong uh, affinity for the director. But, uh, you know, when Clint Eastwood was here at the Republican National Convention and made that speech with the chair uh, at uh, our venue here, uh, he has endeared himself to conservatives ever since. And I think that um, going to this movie, knowing that this was directed by Eastwood, and then, yes, we might not see cutting-edge acting because these guys are playing themselves, but these guys grew up together. Uh, two of the guys train together. You're going to see a combination of their military training kick in. Then they're going to see the instincts of these guys all growing up together since the age of 12 for all three. They're, oh, two of the military uh, gentlemen were earlier. I think you're going to really enjoy this one. So I highly recommend that uh, this weekend, uh, the 1517 to Paris is something to catch. Now, I wanted to get right into uh, our next conversation. And um, and what, what I want to do is, uh, because the time is fleeting, the Movie Guide Awards do a couple of three things. I mean, not only are they rewarding directors, actors, producers for the faith-based movies that they p- produce, they also bring in a lot of the folks to be able to be in this audience to hear about Christian values. And, of course, Dr. Bear, all around the globe, not only teaching the proper ways to put together a great movie with all the elements, but also the idea of the redemptive aspects. But I want to bring Brent Kaiser back in here from California to really drill down on the actual uh, prizes because, or the categories, because we have so many. Let's start off with the category that was awarded this past weekend for the Epiphany Prize for the most inspiring movie. Tell us about that one. These have to be sort of bullet comments because we got about uh, oh about five or six minutes left. Yeah, the Epiphany Prize for the the most inspiring movie is really awarding the movie that that we feel is uh, the most spiritually uplifting. And we had to give that to the animated movie, The Star. There are a lot of great uh, nominees, including uh, uh, The Case for Christ and uh, All Saints and The uh, the Boss Baby, The Promise. But we felt The Star, which is essentially, it's about Jesus. And it's fun, it's well done, it's clean, it's wholesome. And uh, we were just really excited to to, uh, make that the, the winner of the Epiphany Prize. All right, no, uh, and I'll go ahead and go talk ahead. about the TV as well. The Epiphany Prize for the most inspiring TV program went to the terrific uh, uh, series The Long Road Home, which uh, was uh, uh, it's a military uh, show that aired on National Geographic, and it really uh, uh, highlighted beautifully uh, the the Christian faith held by so many of our service members. But it did it in a very personal and in powerful way and it had a lot of big actors in it so that won the the epiphany prize for for most inspiring tv program and let me remind you that as ben kaiser is sharing these it it would be a great thing to jot them down because this is the must-see list but i want to tell you you can very simply also go to movieguide.org movieguide.org and to go the article right now movie guide awards on the article section it's all right there and if uh, you have not had a chance to see some of these great um, uh, movies and television productions, you might want to do that. One quick question. How many TV shows, how many movies did you guys review for 2017 to get to these last uh, winners? Oh, hundreds, hundreds. I mean, we reviewed uh, 
over and well over 300 uh, movies last year, and then viewed and reviewed, you know, countless other TV episodes. So it it was a lot, and it is really hard to narrow it down to the to the very best because there were so many great great movies that uh, that could have been nominated and could have won. So we, I mean, we felt really blessed to be able to highlight some of the the movies that we awarded last weekend. And you never ever sitting around the table, your staff making the final decisions. There's never even con- ever a conflict. You're always on the same page, right? <laughs> <laughs> not always, not always. Everyone has their own personal taste, especially with movies. You'd be surprised at how, uh, you know, how you know, uh, you know, debates can start up even in the movie guide office. But we all were super excited about the winners and the nominees, and we're all uh, on board with what we were celebrating last weekend. And by the way, they're still talking and in great fellowship. That's the that's the great thing yeah. at the end of all this. All right. Now, the Movie Guide Award for the Faith and Freedom Award for Movies. Uh, who was that winner? Yes, yeah, so the Faith and Freedom Award, it's super unique because you will never see this at the Oscars. But this award is specifically for movies that promote patriotic, traditional American values. And I guarantee you, the Academy Award will only award the opposite of that. So, so the winner, actually, of this was uh, the movie The Promise, which was uh, uh, talking about uh, – it was a movie about the Armenian genocide and how the, yeah. uh, the Turkish Muslims uh, came in and, and killed millions of Christian Armenians. And, and it highlights a few characters, and it's a love story that takes place in that backdrop. And it's, it's a really terrific movie that, that perfectly encapsulates – what faith and freedom is all about. And the TV also ended up going to the long road home because it, that was a, a perfect uh, a television series for that award. award. Mm. Now, we also have the Faith and Freedom TV Award for TV as uh, we've got about uh, two or three minutes left. Uh, give us that one. Yeah, yeah. So that one went to the long road home, the same as the Epiphany a Prize. All right. Now, we have the uh, Christy Peters Grace Award for the most inspiring performance, first in movies. Then we'll have TVs. Tell us about these two. Yeah, the Grace Award is an acting uh, uh, category, and that went to John Corbett uh, for All Saints. John Corbett, a lot of people recognize him from My Big Fat Greek Wedding, and he came and accepted the award. And he was he had such a great time and was so gracious at the show, and he was excited. Uh, he is a, he is a believer and was able to talk about his faith, uh, but also you know hear a little bit more about some of the. Uh, uh, looking at these things from a biblical worldview, because uh, some of the things that we were talking about on stage were were probably new to him, but he was so excited to be there and to be able to accept the award, and uh, he was so great in All Saints. And he's also going to be in the next God's Not Dead movie, which comes out in March, so people can look forward to that. Mm. And uh, TV? And the TV went to uh, Paul Sparks, who played Billy Graham in the in an episode of The Crown, and did such a great job. It was a very powerful episode. Uh, so, and the, again, that there were so many great nominees in that category, like Tim Allen and Bill Engvall. But you can find the full nominees list, uh, like you said, at MovieGuide.org. Okay. Now there is uh, an award that sort of inspires people and helps to. Uh, Give a, a little bit of a thank you back in terms of a cash award. It is a $15,000 Carol's Prize. One is for the most spiritually uplifting screenplay by a first-time or beginning screenwriter. 
And a lot of the movies we see, the Christian movies that come out from time to time, they have been submitted for the Kairos Award. So we'll see some new ones this year. But tell us about the the first winner for Beginning Screenwriters. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, actually, the movie All Saints, which John Corbett was in, that was a Kairos script. So every year we have this screenwriting competition, and it's really to, to help faith-based screenwriters, uh, the, the cream of the crop, get their movies made. And we had some expert judges. And uh, yeah, this year we had uh, uh, William Gebby for the movie North Star, won our first-timer screenwriter uh, uh, award, Kairos Prize, $15,000. And then Alexandra Broyland, uh, for her script Switched, won the uh, uh, the prize for experienced filmmakers. And they were so excited and were really uh, happy for them and wishing them the best and hoping their movies get made into uh, to major, you know, faith-based Hollywood movies. Right. Now, let's do one last one. And again, we're talking with Ben Kaiser. That website's movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org. Now we're going to switch from a Kairos Prize for a first-time or beginning screenwriter. Now, listen very carefully. This is for experienced. This is for an experienced filmmaker uh, who has made the most inspiring screenplay. This is a separate 15000 Kairos Prize uh, Pro Prize. And so this is for the, the industry's pros. That's you guys saying thank you. Who won this big prize? Uh, Alexandra uh, Broilon for the for the movie script. And the interesting thing about this category is we had some major directors, writers, and even like former studio heads of billion dollar studios submit their scripts to this to, to this category. So it was crazy just the the wide variety of experience of people that were were submitting their their screenplays and their stories to this category and uh we're super excited for alexandra for her her comedy that she made and uh we're hoping it gets made into a movie all right let me just say right here at this point movieguide.org is a 501c3 uh, organization and you can tell that they are dedicated they start with the baseline of christ his word his principles and their entire ministry is all about letting people know the good news and helping them understand that to the point to incorporate that in their craft. So I want to tell you, I hope that uh, for those of you who are prayer warriors here on the Bill Bunkley Show, I hope that Movie Guide and the staff is something that's part of the annual prayers, that uh, the, the, the weekly prayers that you'll lift up because they're making an impact each and every day. And, of course, for those of you that utilize movieguide.org on a regular basis, please consider supporting the ministry financially. Well, we've all run out of our time this afternoon, so we're going to have to pull it back in from California. But, Bing Kaiser, please give my best uh, to uh, Dr. Bear and all the staff there. Thank you for all of what you have done. And, again, the actual Movie Guide Awards will be broadcast on Easter Sunday on the Reels channel. We'll tell you about that more as Easter gets a little bit closer. But Ben Kaiser, thanks for the briefing today, and we look forward to getting the full review at movieguide.org. Thank you so much, Bill. God bless. See you next time, my friend. Bye. All right, that'll wrap things up from the Bill Bunkley Show here, reminding you that the Florida State Fair is now underway. That might be one option this weekend. Got some great movies as well. Coming up in just a moment, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on today's edition of Living Truth. So don't touch that dial. Want to catch that on the way home. And uh, God willing, I'll be back in Tallahassee next week, whether it's Monday or Tuesday. Don't miss our coverage of the 2018 legislative session. Until then, I'm Bill Bunkley. Have a wonderful evening. God bless and good afternoon.